0: Hello, and welcome back to the How The Fuck podcast. Over the years, Google has moved towards a search algorithm that understands the meaning and relationships between words, pages, and websites. Google's algorithms now notice if your website as a whole shows you an authority on a topic. It's no longer good enough to have the best article. It's no longer okay to focus 100% on bottom of funnel content, and it's no longer sensible to build an SEO strategy that doesn't account for topical authority. To explore this concept, I'm joined by Jacob Clark from the NerdWallet Organic Growth Team. Together we cover what topical authority means, what it looks like, and how to create a strategy around it. If you're a long-time listener to the How The Fuck podcast, you'll know this topic comes up a lot. All the high-growth strategies from companies like Monday, Hotjar, etc. all had one thing in common. They cared a lot about topical authority. I hope you really enjoy this one, guys. As always, listeners can access 30 written SEO case studies that detail the ins and outs of how other companies have successfully scaled their search traffic over at the How the Fuck website. We've also now got a growing template library to help you get more results for less, and it's definitely worth checking out if you're building a high growth content operation. I'll drop the links for both below. This is a paid advertisement from our sponsors. UseUp is a performance-driven SEO agency that helps ambitious brands get high-authority backlinks and make SEO their customer growth engine. I've personally built a high-scale SEO content strategy, and if I could go back, the one thing I wish I did was fuel that traffic with backlinks. We grew so much slower because we thought we could win on the quality of our content alone. And frankly, even though it was 10 times better than our competitors, a lot of that content didn't rank. It was only when we started proactively claiming backlinks that traffic went from 10% a month growth to 20% a month jumps. Almost all the crazy SEO growth stories on this podcast were ran alongside ambitious PR campaigns and professional backlink building, which helped fuel authority and actually underline their traffic growth. It's all about authority and perception. Those things take time to build organically without a backlink part you can trust. Use up can be that partner. Hi Jacob, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on here. I see you around LinkedIn all the time and yeah, and glad to get to share your expertise with the community. So yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, it's great to connect with you. Excited to be on the podcast here. Cool. So the first topic that we're going
0: to talk about is topical authority. I still think this is something that's kind of misunderstood or people find it like interesting, especially when I use it as a framework to be like, just like topic clusters, topical authority, that idea really resonates with people still to this day. Like it makes SEO make sense to a lot of people. So what I would love to discuss with you, basically, if we could just go, we'll go top to bottom, just like talk all about this topic. But if you could just like define topical authority for people, how would you go
1: for that? Yeah, it is a really popular topic that I see people talking a lot about today. And I haven't seen anyone give kind of a formal definition, but I'll kind of give my best shot here. I would say it's really about covering a topic across kind of enough pages and with enough depth that it would allow search engines to view your website as the go-to topic or the go-to site on a given topic. In a way, it's like it's almost able to overcome a weaker backlink profile by giving the signal that like, hey, we're a site that's all about this topic. We have the experience in it and cover it in depth. and so. It's possible that search engines don't need to rely on just high quality backlinks as much as they might for other sites. That's so
0: interesting. Yeah, I really like that point about it being like another ranking factor versus backlinking. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, because I've seen during keyword research, you'll see a really maybe competitive topic and then a site with a really low authority score ranking in the middle of that. And you're like, what have they done differently, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good signal to find examples to where topical authority might be at play, right? If you do a query and you notice in the search results that, yeah, there's a site there that just doesn't seem to fit kind of the overall backlink profile of the top ranking results. If you're seeing a lot of like 60 to 70 plus authority score or domain ratings, and then there's another site that's much lower than that. I think that's one signal that Google could be favoring that site's topical authority And of course, there's a lot of overlap with other signals, like the content still needs to demonstrate a high degree of of double eat, I think as we're supposed to call it today, and needs to be high quality. But I think topical authority and covering a topic in depth can kind of help you to compete with sites that might have better backlink profiles than you.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. If like everything else is equal, but one site has more topical authority, they're likely to do better. Like if it's the same blog post kind of thing, and it's ranking
1: higher. Yeah. Definitely. It's interesting to kind of look at what sort of niches this comes up a lot in. Like, for example, I recently got an espresso machine and so have been Googling a lot of like coffee related terms. And just like in working in SEO all day, you definitely just like pay attention to the search results, regardless of whether it's a work or just a personal query. And was noticing like in the coffee results that there are a lot of examples to where these sites that are like just dedicated to coffee or espresso are able to outrank sites that are much more broad about like health, food, or drink. Some sites where their backlink profile put them in like the mid 20s with their authority score, but they're able to outrank really established sites like Healthline, Men's Journal, even like Hopkins Medicine for keywords related specifically to coffee. And I think that's because those high authority sites, you know, they're covering just so many like health, food, drink related topics while this coffee site was just covering things related to coffee. And so with a coffee specific query, it makes sense that Google might wanna favor that site over a site that's writing about tons of other topics as well.
0: That's so true. I've seen exactly that in action a lot. And one example like I've seen is, so like a company that I was doing some work for had a lot of content on a benchmarking topic. So like benchmarks for you know this score and that score, and they had lots on it. And although it wasn't there, only topic they wrote about you know it wasn't a benchmarking company necessarily they had so much on that topic that whenever we created something else on that topic it would instantly rank number one and that was like there were companies like way more like authoritative everything like that but we just dominated that like we just discovered that this one term because our existing content was doing so well we had so much on that topic there was something about it when we wrote about it straight to number one kind of thing
1: yeah, those are always the results you want to see there. Like, I imagine you had a pretty good internal leaking strategy as well. Like, you might have had almost like a, a king page or a, a primary page on benchmarking, and then you're you're kind of interlinking between all those. Yeah, they've created like a hub of benchmarks. It was like website name slash benchmarks
0: it was almost its own site about benchmarking. It had like 5,000 scores from different companies, and it had like... Yeah. Yeah, dedicated roundups of the top in each industry. And it was the quickest I've seen stuff rank and get thousands of views every month.
1: Yeah. So combining that with the high quality content, sounds like you had some unique data as well that, yeah, I think search engines can really just see that this site is a go-to resource on benchmarking and Mm -hmm. seem to to give you those results. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are
0: some other ways that people can achieve topical authority? like, how can you achieve topical authority?
1: Do you need like 10 blog posts on a topic? Do you need 100? Yeah, tough to quantify it. I'd say probably more than 10, but maybe if there's some niches that aren't really competitive, you could get by with that. But yeah, I think just covering the topic in as much depth as you can. And then from the SEO perspective, making sure that each of your pages is ranking for kind of a given search result. There's a lot of cases in which you could have two keywords that are technically different keywords, but you can rank for both of them with the same page. And so you wouldn't wanna create too much almost like duplicate content or cannibalization to where like, hey, instead of creating two separate pages, we could just rank a single page for both of these keywords. And you you can generally find that just by Googling those keywords and seeing, does the search result have the same pages or different pages? But then on the flip side of that, there's also a lot of instances in which intuitively you might think that you could cover like two different topics in a single page. But just based on the search results, Google actually sees them as separate topics. And so you'd want to produce two pages. Uh And so in terms of kind of building the content calendar there, I always want to make sure to Google the keywords, see what the search results show. And really let that be like the primary way I'm deciding, am I going to create a total of five pages here or do I need 15 pages to cover all these topics? And then like you said, just making sure that you have a proper internal linking structure. You know, if you do have your main hub page, you want to send as many internal links to those related pages as you can. Have those pages often link back to the hub page. And so really just kind of building out all the different angles on that particular topic.
0: Mm -hmm. So your point on like writing,
1: Not having
0: content cannibalize each other. So like try to make, it's like having mutually exclusive content kind of thing, right? Yeah, if two keywords can rank for the same thing, that's not mutually exclusive. It can be in the same article. And then writing a topic top to bottom. I think it's like kind of like your coffee example earlier. If a niche site all about coffee wins about coffee, it's because that's all they're about. They've created so much content about coffee terms. That's almost like the gold standard if you're a SaaS blog or something like that. Don't just write about customer service, write about everything in customer service in a mutually exclusive way kind of thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's the way to go. And so depending on the topic, that could mean producing 10 pages if it's pretty narrow. But yeah, if you're a platform for customer service, then a topic like customer service, I would think could have you know at least hundreds of pages, maybe even more than that. And so yeah. to feel like you really achieve topical authority and get the kind of results where hey, we can pretty much rank for anything customer service as soon as we publish it. I imagine that would take, you know, dozen, if maybe not like over 100 pages to do with that being such a broad and I'm sure competitive topic. Yeah, definitely.
0: And something else you mentioned there is like internal linking structure. And I think you pretty much described what I've seen conceptualized as like the hub and spoke model. I think it's maybe Hudspot came up with that term. Yeah. But yeah, like having a central hub, all about one top, like, you know, the ultimate hub of this topic and then linking between all your extended articles and your topics. I interviewed Sean, who is basically head of organic at Hotjar on this podcast, and they do this really well, like their hub and spoke, like they tackle a topic in whole chunks at a time and they have all these ultimate guides and you know, people want to check that out, go over to Hotjar's yeah. websites, look at their guides. You can see like they tackle a whole topic in depth and linked all in between each article like really well
1: yeah that's a really great way to go about it and you you mentioned kind of covering the whole topic kind of at one time that's often the advice I hear is that if you're starting a site and you're let's say you're eventually going to cover like five different topics that you'll often see success by like really going after one first so let's say it's like the coffee site or something and You're eventually going to write about you know lattes espresso different like machines to use to make the lattes and espresso that you're better off kind of just tackling one of those at a time producing we'll say like 30 or 40 pages about each and then moving on to the next one that way your site can kind of start to build that topical authority like one topic at a time as opposed to initially giving the signals to google like hey we're kind of about everything here by doing one page on this topic, then moving to the next topic, moving to the next might be best to kind of go after one and then move on to the next one.
0: Yeah, definitely agree. I think people might think, oh, but we do customer service, everything's on customer service. But within customer service, there is like a vast amount of topical areas like analysis or improvement ideas. There's all these kind of Yeah, basically you should break your niche into sub niches and tackle those sub niches completely, like you said. Cool. What actually I would like to know is like, do you have any insight onto how Google does this? What's the kind of more technical understanding of what Google is doing here?
1: Yeah, I don't feel like I'd be great at explaining like the ins and outs of how the algorithm works. I know Google gives us kind of hints here and there, but a lot of it is just kind of figuring out by doing, but I do just think that overall idea of Google can associate your site with a particular topic. And so you're kind of more likely to rank for that topic. Like if you're a health and wellness site, and then you just kind of write a random blog related to finance, I think you know, you're know you much less likely to rank for that finance keyword. Even if you have a great backlink profile, you demonstrate good eat signals kind of across the board. I think you can have a hard time kind of ranking outside of your main area of topic authority for some of those competitive keywords if google doesn't associate your site with that topic
0: yeah google's algorithm is a mystery still to everyone but i agree the logic of it all makes sense and i think the evidence we see is there too i mean there are sites like forbes or i don't know those ones that just cover every topic ever and they seem to do pretty well that don't necessarily have top authority but they have the domain authority and strength to win
1: but i think we do see like niche sites with focus overcoming them one by one yeah definitely think like both of those ideas can be true at once that there's definitely cases where having a really strong backlink profile can like overcome a lack of topical authority in an area and you can do pretty well and then on the flip side having a weaker backlink profile But really strong topic authority can help you, you know, kind of overcome that and rank well for those keywords. So yeah, I don't think it's always one or the other. We see both in the search results, but yeah, definitely good to take a look at both. Yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, final question. I think we've done this topic. Like, I think that's a really good one. Is there anything else that we've, well, firstly, is there anything else that we've missed that you'd like to share on that?
1: On topical authority, I think we covered it pretty well there.
0: Yeah, I think that's it in a nutshell. I like to think, imagine you were a niche blog you're just trying to win like vegan food or something or a gaming product. Imagine you're like that, if you're trying to do that for a SaaS blog, but you know, it's your topic, just become the niche for that topic. If there's one mistake that you think people will like stumble into when trying to do this, what would that be? And how can they avoid it?
1: I think one of the mistakes might be getting like overly focused on which keywords do we see strong conversion with. So for pretty much most sites, like it's going to follow the 80-20 rule. And 80% of your conversions, whether it's a sign up for a demo, a free trial, maybe an email newsletter, or on the affiliate side, like the affiliate revenue that you earn, about 80% of that could come from just like 20% of your pages. And so the instinct might be like, well, we've just got to really focus on those pages that convert really well. Let's just double down on all those kind of bottom of funnel topics. But I think kind of relating this to topic authority is that it's not so much that those 80 pages that don't see as many conversions aren't helpful for your site. I think in a lot of cases, you need that content to kind of prop up the 20% that does convert really well. So if you're like a golfing website, you might find that, hey, like, you know, almost all of our affiliate revenue comes from the classic, like best X for Y post, like best putters for beginners or... best driver for the money and so ideally you're like well we should just write all those types of posts so we can get you know better monetization for the site but i think in a lot of cases like in order to rank for those really valuable queries you're also going to need a lot of kind of informational content that establishes your site as an authority in that topic the types of pages that aren't necessarily going to drive the affiliate revenue or the email signups but that help you create the topic authority that allows you to then rank for those keywords that do drive the money. And yeah. so I think being able to balance those two ideas of, hey, let's just provide really helpful informational content on our topic that benefits our readers, knowing that that's gonna help us build the authority we need in order to rank for the queries that you know can help us generate revenue for the site.
0: Yeah, 100% agree with that. Like That's really great advice. It's so tempting probably to just make your money pages and build links to those, the ones that convert but now google is seeing through the lens of authority and like topical authority like this is becoming more important that you do actually trying to tackle a full topic
1: yeah definitely it's like i've seen some studies that try to correlate the idea of like informational versus affiliate content and does google potentially penalize sites that you know have too much kind of monetized content Hard to know if there's like an an exact ratio to go for there. I'm sure it depends on a lot of factors, but I really like that general idea of, you know, provide valuable, just informational content to your users and then also have instances where you need to monetize the site and you'll make sure you have both of those.
0: Uh, Cool. Well, thank you so much. I think we've done topical authority really well. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed it, we have so much more content for you over at the How The Fuck website. Not only do we have like 30 plus strategy teardowns explaining the secrets of explosive SEO growth stories like Monday.com, Hotjar, Typeform, SurveyMungie, and a ton of niche sites, uh, all from some of the most intelligent SEOs on the planet who've really been there and done it. Um, but we now also have a growing library of content operations templates and other tips, tricks, and strategy guides to help you scale search fast. Join the club. We're all on a mission to do it. Head over to fuck.com, that's T-H-F-X, ck.com to explore. Thank you.